Hello, everyone. This is the Cultural Pittsfield Radio Show. We all have our headphones on. We don't know what the benefit is. I guess it's to hear through the microphone how you sound, but it's such a small studio that it's okay to not have them on. It's totally how you, how you, how you roll, how you're rolling on this uh, Wednesday. We're recording on a Wednesday. This airs on a Friday. Bev Prentice is operating the board. My name is Jen Glockner. I'm the director of the Office of Cultural Development for the City of Pittsfield. And we have people here from Arrowhead. Woohoo! We have Aaron Hunt, who is a curator, and Leslie Herzberg, who is the executive director of Arrowhead. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's summer. And, um, you know, every time we drive by Arrowhead, which is a lot, and we live in Pittsfield, I just am blown away that that is where Moby Dick was written. It's just the coolest thing. Herman Melville wrote Moby Dick, got inspired for Moby Dick, and wrote Moby Dick in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Isn't that mind-blowing? It is. One of the many people don't know. One of the many cool things about Pittsfield. So let's um, talk about we are more vested. I don't know if that's not the right word. More interested in Moby Dick this year and Arrowhead because the Lichtenstein Center for the Arts is hosting an exhibit for the month of August. And Erin, you've kind of been behind the scenes a lot with that. So tell us about that. Yeah, so we're going to be having an exhibit over there. Uh, with two artists, with Chris Volpe and Jim Jasper, who are two really talented artists who are working, um, doing work that kind of interprets interprets uh, Melville's work and Moby Dick um, and sort of a contemporary, um, kind of through a contemporary lens. Um, And their work also creates, it's really fascinating work and it creates a really interesting kind of dialogue with the pieces um, together. Uh, Jim's work is... um, he does these really beautiful um, works on paper, and he did what he does. That has a series um, that's entitled Moby Dick, um, where there's one for each chapter of of Moby oh, Dick. Oh, that's very cool! Um, so it's this really um, kind of very kind of expansive um, collection. And we're going to be having just a selection at the gallery because we don't have room for the entire, the entire, the entire you know, novel. group of them. Yeah. Uh, we don't have the entire novel there. Um, and then Chris's work, um, he has these wonderful paintings that are these very sort of, um, you know, kind of dark atmospheric paintings um, that deal with um, sort of... Um, kind of the environmental impacts of whaling and of um, kind of these different aspects. And he works with his, the work is um, with oil, but also with these other um, materials. He works with tar and these different, wow. you know, kind of, um, you know, petroleum-based. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, and they're really, they're really gorgeous. That's going to be a very cool collaboration between these two people. It and um, that happens in August, August mm-hmm. 5th to the 26th mm-hmm. at the Lichtenstein. Center for the Arts. It opens during First Friday's Arts Walk, which is August 5th. If you look at the calendar, the first Friday of August is August 5th. That's when it will be opening and it's running through the month at the Lichtenstein Center for the Arts. I think it's really cool to have something like this in an art gallery because so many people think of Moby Dick as writing in a novel. And so to transport it or transfer it into these works of art is going to be really cool. It really is. Um, and it's really great that we're able to 
uh, partner with the Lichtenstein because it's just it's such a great space, yes. and these pieces really need you know the right the right environment, the right you know the right um, kind of gallery to exhibit them. And this is really just such a great yeah such a great it's, partnership. It's going to be a good partnership. Yeah. The Lichtenstein Center for the Arts is owned by the City of Pittsfield. We're happy. The Office of Cultural Development is based in the Lichtenstein Center, about a block from City Hall, and it's typically open Wednesday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. or by appointment. We have special events there. Please call or email or Facebook message or whatever you want to do and we'll happily let you in when you want to be let in to a degree not at 3 a.m. I mean we're asleep then but at a reasonable time we are happy to let you in to see whatever wonderful exhibit we have I will mention for the month of July we have CATA community access to the arts in the Liechtenstein it's their annual I am a part of art show and it is Amazing. Kara and um, Jeff are the two people that hang this show every year, and they're there all week hanging about 150 pieces of art. And so we're thrilled to have Kata in. And then Moby Dick from Arrowhead coming in the next uh, month. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good summer. So this is an exhibit coming up at the Lichtenstein Center for the Arts, and there are a couple of talks associated with them. We do love this because the works of art are amazing, but we want to do as much as we can to bring the people, bring people into the gallery because there's so many people that come in and say, oh my gosh, I didn't even know this space existed. And here we are, a city-owned building and we want as many people to take advantage of that as possible. So there's a couple of dates in August where both artists will be talking. Yeah. Um, we have I'm just quick looking. I'm trying to remember what the dates are. Um, so um, we do, we are going to have the opening on the 5th, um, and the artists will be there for that. Right. Um, so you get the chance to kind of meet them. But then they're both doing um, kind of individual artist talks later in the month. Um, Jim Jasper is doing his on August 10th. That's going to be at 5.30. And he's going to talk a little bit about the work and his process. Um, and then Chris Volpe is going to do kind of a similar talk on August 24th, kind of towards the end of the show. Um, and that's going to be at 530 as well. That's awesome. And those are going to be opportunities for you to ask questions. The best thing about First Friday's Arts Walk and artist talks like this is you can say, what in the world were you thinking when you came up with this piece? Or how did you create this? It's, it's however you want to phrase it. You can ask the artists these deep questions. It's a very good opportunity to get to know them and how they came up with whatever is on the wall and all of the exhibit space. So it's cool. Again, this exhibit is August 5th through the 26th. The title of the exhibit is Moby Dick. I love that. Pretty simple. We can remember it. <laughs> Moby Dick, famous, famous novel. It's um, happening August 5th through the 26th at the Lichtenstein Center for the Arts. Once again, this is the Cultural Pittsfield Radio Show. We're so happy to be on WTBR 89.7 FM here at the PCTV studios. We had fun on the radio. I was broadcasting the 89.7 FM broadcast of the parade with Larry Kratka. At the 4th of July parade, Bob Heck and Becky Manship were doing the TV broadcast, and it was lots of fun. The PCTV and the WTBR behind-the-scenes crew, it's, it's quite amazing. I mean, they, put, they get there at the crack it on, set up their spot, all the microphones, the wires, the, their, everything is um, quite in place and ready to go, and 
So kudos to PCTV and WTBR for all they do. But this week on the Cultural Pittsfield Radio Show, we have folks from Arrowhead. So the official name of your entity is Berkshire. Do you still say like Berkshire Historical Society at Arrowhead? Yeah, the official full name is the Berkshire County Historical Society at Herman Melville's Arrowhead. That's right. See that? I'm so happy with the simplicity of Moby Dick, (laughs) the name of the exhibit coming up at the Liechtenstein. We have Leslie Herzberg, who's the executive director, and Aaron Hunt, who is a curator at Arrowhead, talking about all of the things happening. So besides this exhibit coming up in August, what else is going on at Arrowhead these days? Well, we have a lot going on, actually, coming up in July. Um, first, our um, our summer fundraiser. We have our annual summer fundraiser, which will actually be at Arrowhead for the first time um, this year, which we're excited to have. And we'd love to have people join us there because it's going to be a really fun evening under the tent. There's going to be um, food and music and um, a teaser performance of a show called Rewritten, which is about the relationship between Herman Melville and Nathaniel Hawthorne. And we'll have a wonderful silent auction. So please come and join us. Um, tickets are available at berkshirehistory.org. And what is the date of that? That is July 27th. It's a Wednesday. So not we we tried to avoid the weekends. Oh, that was to, very smart yeah, of you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And it's from 4 to 7 p.m. And so during the week, you go after work, you stop by, you um, bid on a few wonderful items, see this. So this rewritten play, is this debuting this year or? No, it is actually the second year that we will have been hosting it. It's um, a work in progress and it's really interesting. Um, There are, it it incorporates modern dance, filmmaking, music. Um, It's really beautifully done it's all outdoors um, and it's almost like a walk around the grounds and you're following these artists who are telling the story um, through the words of the writers about this relationship that they had again a cool thing about Pittsfield these authors lived here in Pittsfield and had were friends and they walked down North Street their you know families bought shoes on North Street there's all these cool stories of these historic authors in Pittsfield and so how awesome that they're redoing it in the form of a play so instead of reading about it or hearing it in a lecture hall you see it being performed in this play rewritten are there any other opportunities besides the fundraiser to see the play rewritten yeah so rewritten is going to be performed over two weekends so you'll have actually six opportunities to see it Uh, the full play in its entirety. So July 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and then the next weekend, um, 29th, 30th, and 31st. So there are three nights you can come and see it. Very cool. And all of this information. So what is the website that we like to tell people to go to for all of this information? It's really simple. And you can remember there are two ways to get there. It's berkshirehistory.org or mobydick.org. See, mobydick.org. That's what it comes down to. It's just easier. (laughs) Because I remember, I I think I always just type it in Google whenever I'm looking for something at Arrowhead, and and then it just sends me. So I can never remember. MobyDick.org or BerkshireHistory.org. Okay, those are easy. All right, so what else do we have going on? The annual fundraiser is July 27th. You can get more information on that. 
during on those websites that we just um, mentioned, and you can get tickets. And what else do we have happening? Well, we also have a wonderful, um, this is our actual sixth annual. We've done it six years now. Um, We are going to read Moby Dick in its entirety. That is fun. So if you've never read before, come read with a group of people, both on, we're going to do it virtually, and we'll have people on site in our barn reading. Um, So that annual, our readathon starts um, Thursday, July 28th, and we'll read until we're done, but we think we'll probably be done by August 1st. Um, And we read 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And you just sign up for a slot on our website. You can come, sometimes we have groups come on and read um, one right after the other in 15-minute segments. Um, Last year, we had a special guest, which was a surprise to us, um, and he may be back this year. So uh, the actor Paul Giamatti actually oh, that's fun. Yep, popped up on our on our Zoom screen and and read several passages from Moby Dick, and he actually closed out the reading. I mean, almost brought people to tears. Oh, amazing! How so cool is that? Tune in this year because he will. We we think that he will be back, and we've been in contact with him. Oh well, that's very cool. And again, this is a cool way to read Moby Dick. You know, you you think oh my gosh we're reading Moby Dick this huge novel but it's so fun when all these people come together and a silver lining of COVID is you're keeping the virtual Zoom component to this so you can read there in person or you can be online and how that's also cool if you're not local you can pop on to those online Zoom links wherever you are but if you want the experience of being at Arrowhead then you can go and read there and I have read it's a little intimidating but you can get ahead of time you can ask questions about words you might not know or during I mean people are so nice that if you don't know how to pronounce a word you say out loud oh my gosh what is this word and then people help you because that's what we're all there for to help read this Moby Dick novel because there are a lot of people out there that haven't read it it's an in its entirety or in 25 years they haven't read it in its entirety so it's good to get brushed up and very cool that famous actors are popping in on the zoom that's uh that's awesome we've had city councilors be a part of it the mayor has been a part of it some artists from the Lichtenstein center for the for the arts so get online and sign up to read moby dick july 28th the readathon starts that's uh that's very cool. I love I love that. Sixth annual. Sixth, yeah. Wow. Sixth time we've done it. Impressive. Once again, this is the Cultural Pittsfield Radio Show. We are on WTBR 89.7 FM. My name is Jen Glockner. I'm the director of the Office of Cultural Development for the City of Pittsfield. We have two wonderful people from Arrowhead here, Aaron and Leslie, talking about all of the events across the summer of Arrowhead. Also, something very exciting starting this week is the Berkshire Flyer. The Berkshire Flyer is a train service, an Amtrak train service. It's coming into Pittsfield beginning July 8th, and service goes through Labor Day weekend every Friday, arriving at approximately 7.12 p.m. And on Sunday, it's leaving just around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And it's been years in the making. The last service from New York City to Pittsfield was in 1971, I believe. So a lot of people behind the scenes are making this happen, including Senator Adam Hines and other um, 
legislators, but the City of Pittsfield, Berkshire Regional Planning Commission, of course, BRTA, Berkshire Regional Transit Authority, One Berkshire. They've been planning on this for months and months, and there's um, some pomp and circumstance happening for the first ride on July 8th. There's going to be a little music, a press conference, some applause. Jesse Tobin McCauley did a mural at the platform that says, Welcome to Pittsfield, and it makes everyone happy when they get off the train because all of her artwork makes people happy. So welcome to Pittsfield to all of the Berkshire Flyer riders arriving July 8th and beyond through Labor Day weekend. And Thank you to all of the people behind the scenes that made that happen, because we know personally that five of those people on the first Berkshire Flyer train are going to Arrowhead on Sunday morning. So there's four bloggers coming up and one person from a PR agency, and they're making a tour of Pittsfield, staying in, t- in Pittsfield the entire weekend and going to some cultural organizations, some performances, the farmer's market dinner places and so it's really easy to show people a good time in Pittsfield because there's so much to do year-round. Aaron and Leslie are here from Arrowhead. Let's talk more about what else is happening this summer. Well we just actually opened another exhibit that I would love Aaron to talk about. Um, she and I have been talking about this exhibit for a long time. We both have a real interest in um, the WPA and the history of the Works Progress Administration um, in Massachusetts and specifically in Berkshire County. So um, Aaron f- got and w- it's it's been in the works for maybe since the pandemic we've been talking about it. So it's nice to see it realized at Arrowhead and I'll let her say more about it. Yeah. Cool. So this is this is another easy title to remember. This one's called the WPA in the Berkshires. Okay, thank <laughs> another <you>. easy one. <laughs> um, and so this is it's just sort of an exploration of um, the different programs that were in place in the Berkshires, um, the WPA, and then also some of the adjacent programs like the CCC and um, Historic American Building Survey. Um, And we have some really beautiful images. We have some really great images um, and some objects that also go along with that. Um, But it's really sort of a deep dive into the history of um, of these different programs and sort of how they um, how they affected local local people and the local places. Um, And it was also really fascinating for me. to really learn more about that, because I've, like Leslie, I've always had an interest in a WPA, um, but I've only been in the Berkshires for a handful of years, so I'm still kind of exploring the the impact that it had around here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's running through the end of our season, um, and that's in the the small barn at Arrowhead, um, sort of between the main house and the the big barn. So and it's it's free and open to the public. You don't well you're encouraged to get a ticket and go on a tour you don't have to you can Mm -hmm. come um, and just see the exhibit itself that small barn is really sweet because you don't realize how sweet it is until you get onto the property park and then you're like oh look at look at there's the little small barn in between the main building and the big barn and so that's a really nice space for an exhibit and it's a little more intimate but you can still fit a lot of cool things in there you really can yeah yeah awesome well this sounds exciting the wpa in the berkshire so that's the summer exhibit and will be open throughout the season yes correct and you can go see it during arrowhead business hours quote unquote and of course 
course, you should buy a ticket to get into Arrowhead. But there's also an opportunity if you're just driving by and want to pop in and see it, you can do that too. So yay, WPA in the Berkshires. That is on the, more information again is on their website. And Love Pittsfield also has information about the events at Arrowhead as well. LovePittsfield.com. Very cool. Um, Let's talk about the merchandise too. You know, Arrowhead, I get presents for people at Arrowhead. They're t-shirts and more, but I'm specifically thinking about a t-shirt from one of the novels. I can't even remember what it was. It was years ago. And I was like, I'm getting this for my (laughs) mother-in-law. Was it the Bartleby quote? Yes, I think it was. That's a great t-shirt. It's very popular. And so Bartleby the Scrivener, which is one of Melville's famous short stories, um, you know, his famous line is, I would prefer not to. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. (laughs) It's very cool. It's fun. And actually, we've just gotten toddler-sized shirts in because we thought that was quite appropriate for a toddler audience. Yes, I'd prefer not to. Toddler or adult, but toddler, it's, I guess, more appropriate for a toddler to wear that shirt because they're little, but adults want to say that more often than we're allowed to because we have a filter, unlike toddlers. So brilliant to get that in the toddler. And the is the where you can, the gift shop, is that in the big barn? Yes, that's in the big barn. And again, you don't need to buy a ticket to come in and just come to the shop, see the exhibit. I mean, obviously, we'd love for you to come on a tour of the house. Um, But yeah, it's free just to come in and shop in our shop and see the exhibit. So we have wonderful um, gifts like T-shirts and hats and, you know, wine glasses with our logo. But we have some great new T-shirts that are... um, uh, Moby Dick, and then there's some some nice. Um, let's see what else we have a we have a nice whale's tail one now that is um, gold and blue and yeah. There's so, something for everyone. Yeah, come check it out. The gift shops in Pittsfield are just great to pop in the retail. The Berkshire Museum has a great one. Hancock Shaker Village, Arrowhead, and then of course Museum Facsimile, Dorian Ginger, all the entities downtown as well. So. Always, you can always find something for those hard to shop people in your life. We are talking to Aaron and Leslie from Arrowhead all about the fun stuff happening this summer, including there is an exhibit at the Lichtenstein Center for the Arts in downtown Pittsfield, where our offices are every single day. Office of Cultural Development is housed at the Lichtenstein Center for the Arts, and that is in August, August 5th through the 26th. The title of the exhibit is Moby Dick. There are two artists, Jim Jasper and Christopher Volpe, who will be a part of this exhibit, and it opens during First Friday's Arts Walk. Opening reception is August 5th during First Friday's Arts Walk. It's hard to believe we're already talking about the August First Friday's Arts Walk, but that's reality, right? Someone, I did see a shirt or something that said, Fourth of July is over. Get your back to school shopping, Halloween, Thanksgiving, all of your decorations out. And I booed that. I did a <laughs> thumbs down to that one. We're not doing that. Target did have their back to school shopping out. Like, June. Already? Yeah, June 15th. 
they put the it out there. kids weren't even out of school. I know. Oh so gosh. we did a big thumbs down to wherever I saw that post. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Anyway, we're happy that summer is in its, you know, we're in full swing here in the summer. And there's lots going on in the cultural organizations across Pittsfield, including Arrowhead. Um, oh, and you have the Masthead Studios still. We do. We have a wonderful partnership with the Mastheads, which everyone kind of asks, what are those little black boxes up in your field? Um, and those are the Masthead Studios. And though they do a full writer's residency, which you apply for, and that's two weeks long, and that actually starts um, on July 12th, they're going to do that for two weeks. But Surrounding that, um, throughout the rest of July and from August 8th until October 31st, you know, anyone can rent a studio for the day and come. You don't just have to be a writer. We've had um, a puppet maker in the past, um, musicians, and you get to just spend time unplugged and being um, with your creative side i guess and um it does come with a tour of the house when you rent the the studio for the day you get a key you let yourself in that's awesome you stay for as long as you want and and just have um time to create Uh, perhaps a mom with a toddler with a shirt that says i don't want to leave the toddler at home with your partner and come rent a masthead studio for the day by yourself and just sit there all day you don't Good. have to create anything that's just peaceful that is very there, peaceful read <laughs> or just nap whatever you bring a yoga mat you can do what you want in those studios Yeah, there is a bench that could double as a cot cot yeah mm-hmm. see there's lots of creative <laughs> ways to use these studios but that's tessa so this was tessa kelly and chris parkinson husband wife architectural team that um dreamed these studios up several years ago and they have um writers come from all over the country and do these mastheads residencies but then they do programming throughout the year with the pittsfield public schools they had johnny irion in the mix a um famous local regional musician so their dream is really coming true and this program is ongoing and it's cool to follow the writers throughout the years because they often mention Pittsfield on their social media pages or I wrote this portion they they actually are writing unlike the mother of the toddler they are writing in these studios and creating really cool works of of writing what is that called books art it could be it is art you're right it is a work of art so it's very cool and the mastheads have their own web page um you can find them online mastheads i think it's the mastheads.org and they're also doing a gala at arrowhead their first i saw tessa the other day and she said we're having a gala (laughs) (laughs) they are they're gonna be um august 6th is their gala at, at arrowhead so you could also come to that gala yeah, there are a lot a lot of opportunities to party coming up at Arrowhead. So get get ready. Arrowhead, the Berkshire um, Historical Society at Arrowhead annual fundraiser is July 27th. So that is coming up. And then Mastheads is having theirs on August 6th. And she's so funny. She and Sarah, who's also involved in the Mastheads program, she's she said, you know, all these committees, all these organizations have committees of like 20, 25 people. And she's like, Sarah and I are like, let's 
let's have a party. <laughs> so she's coming up with all of the things, which will work just fine. Yeah. It's, It'll be great. It's going to be great. So the Mastheads Residency, those are the beautiful studios that you see when you drive on Holmes Road down Arrow, by Arrowhead. And in the first year, they were located across Pittsfield. They've been up to Mass Mocha for a little bit, but now Arrowhead is their home because why not? It's such a beautiful bucolic setting. And so they said, let's keep them at Arrowhead and you can rent them out when they're not in use during this residency program. All right. We have about one more minute with Leslie and Aaron from Arrowhead. Any last minute um, thoughts? Did we miss anything? We can repeat things about the Moby Dick exhibit. Uh, one more thing that actually goes along, that I wanted to mention that goes along with the readathon. Um, we actually take a break from reading on Sunday morning, July 31st, and we actually hike up Monument Mountain starting at 9 a.m. That's a free program. Um, and we really celebrate the day that uh, Hawthorne and Melville met. They met on a hike up Monument Mountain, and we'll do some readings there. It's a it's a wonderful hike if you haven't done it. Um, not too difficult, um, but we will be going with a group, and we will have sparkling cider at the top. They shared champagne, but we'll we'll do the we'll do the non alcoholic version at the top, and um, we'd love to have um, people join us for that on um, July thirty first at nine a.m. So that is a significant date, and I don't think I I always forget that until I read that this is happening every year they met on a hike at monument mountain on that date july 30 no they met on august 4th of 1850 that was the actual date of the hike 1850 august 4th and then they continued their friendship and um of course we all know that herman melville got inspired at arrowhead to write moby dick the whale the the picture looking out the window at Greylock, it looked like a whale so every time you drive by arrowhead just remember that it's such a historical moment that moby dick was written inspired he was inspired and wrote moby dick right here in pittsfield awesome thanks so much there you know there's a lot going on a lot going on this yeah. summer in Arrow at Arrowhead and all over Pittsfield. Lovepittsfield.com is where to go for all of the events. And Bev, thank you always for running the board. You rock. You were pretty quiet today, but that's okay. Happy July, everyone. Have a good week. <laughs>